2020 podcast. What? It's a 2020 podcast. What? It's 2020 podcast, bro. What? 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 Yeah, yeah, here we go. We're going to the 20 by 20 podcast. This is episode, what? 106, 107? I have no idea. We're losing. <laughs> I think it's 107. Here. Jesus Christ. But yo, we got Mouse Jones with us. What up, bro? Your, your peace, gods. Peace, gods. How you feeling, James? How's everything? I'm happy to be. I'm happy to be here, man. I'm happy to be alive. I'm happy to be talking to you guys. Uh, happy to be free. You know, those are all good signs. Definitely, definitely, especially in the in the times we're living in right now, man. You know, absolutely. I, I like I like that we're actually getting some, you know, getting some acknowledgement from people, and you know, I think we got to talk about it because a lot of a lot of the stuff in pro wrestling right now, people people are talking about you know canceling shit and yo, I'm not gonna see this nigga, I'm not gonna see that nigga. But at the end of the day, are you really gonna do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, no. you know, everybody's already talking, you know, talking that bullshit. But, um, but race and pro wrestling. Yeah. You know, like, we seen it, we seen it from young. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, it's funny you say that. Cause look, look what they just sent me. Oh shit. We fired though. Who sent that? Uh, the WWE actually, they sent it. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. They've, uh, they've been messing with me for, I think, I say like a year now. Okay. I don't know what put me on their radar, but you know, they uh, they be sending little cool stuff every now and then. Oh, that's what's up, G. I know uh, they ain't getting my goddamn money back for that WrestleMania <laughs> ticket. I tell you that much. No <laughs> worries. I get no fucking refund. You still waiting on that? <laughs> nah, I ain't even waiting no more. I just chopped it up. I was like, is this supposed to, it, it's supposed to come through? Like they was giving out refunds? Yeah. Well, so I think the world went on quarantine two weeks before WrestleMania. Yeah. So I think when I first looked, they said they were refunding. And I had a front row. My shit was like two bands and some chains. Oh, shit. So okay. I was like, because I had never been. So I'm like, oh, like, I'm at a better place in life. And like, I, it, it literally worked out where I had a tour date on Friday. So I was going to fly from wherever we were on Friday into Florida and just stay there and, and you know, just really enjoy the moment. So um, long story short. I looked and it said, oh yeah, you know, um, within like two weeks, you'll get a refund. Then I looked back in two weeks and the niggas was like, yeah, nah, it's quiet. Oh, we, we will not be doing refunds. So I don't know if that's on Ticketmaster or if that's on WWE, but. Shit, they, they took all those losses and cut all those contracts and still ain't bring back no money, shit. Last out. Yeah. But yo, um, it, I feel like it took a little too long for the black wrestlers to say something. Because uh, when all this stuff was going on, nobody was saying anything. Everybody kind of like just kept quiet. The only one that was actually saying something and doing something was Titus O'Neil. Of course. He's, hard, he's hardly on TV, but he's just so, you know, he just so went through it, like with his philanthropy work and all that other shit. Like, I, I'm just surprised nobody tried to follow, follow foot, follow a foot. Like, what, what do you think about that? I think when, when I think about things like that, I, I, I approach it from like, two different, maybe three different angles. One, all skin folk and kin folk, right? And, and a lot of times these wrestlers, um, a lot of time, a lot of black people from certain parts of the South are just so uh, anti-black and so against being black for whatever reason that whatever little proximity they have to whiteness, they're gonna take and they're gonna hold on to it. Um, also, there's, you know, the fear of losing a job um 
And then sometimes it's just like, I don't know if they know how to read the room. Mm. I don't know if, if, I don't know if they know how to read the room. And um, I, I'm not sure if they take as serious what's happening or do they believe like everyone else, do they believe that their money or their affluence at the moment is going to save them? Like there was some people that were like retweeting and reposting, like, but I was looking for like some direct, you know, commentary from them, how they're feeling, what they're going through, how they're viewing what's going on. Also, we definitely see a lot of it. Also, we're used to these people coming off a script, right? Like who knows if, what they're going to say off the top of the head is going to be something we want to hear, right? I think we as a community need to start thinking about that when we're forcing celebrities into these um, pockets, right? Yeah. So, so maybe, you know, don't do that. Maybe we shouldn't be looking to them. Because if you do, what are we really looking for you to say? Are we looking for you to say something to ease our mind or something? To I'd much rather you shut the fuck up if you ain't got nothing pivotal to say, something that's going to change something. I feel you know, that, but I feel like on their platform, they have a lot of fans that, you know, with that information or seeing them move that way, they can really like go, you know, and be educated. Like, oh shit. Like, I didn't know this was actually going on. And my favorite wrestler actually feels a way about it. Let me like look into this. Let me see what's going on. I can see that. You know? I can see that. It's a, it's, a, it's an absolute responsibility. Absolutely. Or And um, so like there was this one tweet that I think that really started it where there was then there was like people actually trying to say something about it and it was from uh one of the guys from the forgotten sons uh jason Riker. i don't know if you've seen that love that i actually love that i love that uh i love that clip i love that statement um but no i didn't i didn't see it well he all right let me just he said um it it was a it was basically a tweet of supporting trump and this this happened i think if i'm not mistaken the day the day of or the day after, like when the riots started, when people started looting and going nuts in the streets and all that. And he said, you know, I support Trump and God bless America. And then he just said his catchphrase. He's like, we won't be forgotten no more or some shit like that. Oh, well, I mean, as much as I love that stable, I mean, we do know they're Marines, right? Like yeah. we do know yeah. that, uh, that, that, yeah, most Marines, most white Marines, uh, former Marine vets feel that way, so I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. Not at all. And I mean, what am I going to say to a guy? But uh, what am I going to say to a wrestler who supports Trump when the head of the billion-dollar corporation is friends with Trump? Exactly. Big business together. So it's like, yeah, man. I'm not. Yeah. Listen, it, it, I was actually talking about this on. Um, Damn, I forgot the name of the show. I I, I apologize. Complex's new res- wrestling show with uh, with Kazim and, and old boy. I was on there talking about. It and I was like, yo, as a wrestling fan, we live in this weird conundrum where we we you can't separate uh, uh, the person from the character, but you have to sometimes if you're gonna watch the product, right? Like wrestling fans we're such a niche market like we're not going anywhere like nobody's gonna stop watching wrestling wrestling fans are not gonna stop because it's impossible we're hooked it's like a drug like we're we're intertwined we're we're so interwoven and believe in these storylines and these characters that we've been with since kids we're not going nowhere (laughs) like we're not going nowhere like you might be a little bit more quiet with your with your markmanship but 
other than that, you're not going nowhere. Who's gonna stop watching wrestling? Yeah, because like you know, I hear I hear people like you know like I was saying earlier, like wanting to cancel wrestlers, and if they come on TV, they're gonna switch the channel. But the thing is, is like like you were just saying, the guy right. running the billion dollar company is a, is a supporter. His wife's you know a part of the cabinet. Are you? You're still watching, like you're, you're still watching this guy's product. So why not just not watch it at all? But they're not going to do it, like you said. It's just such a niche market. Yeah, like we're we're hooked. We're that's the what are we? We're called marks, man. Like where are we going? Like come on, like we're we're they've imprinted on us a long time ago, man. Like we we literally pay nine ninety nine a month to be able to watch a bunch of guys in barely scantily clad men jump off the top rope. <laughs> where are we going? Like where are we going? Um I think it's one of those fucked up things that, you know, society has us living in as fans of this of this sport. Um yeah. I think it was easy to cancel Hogan like after the fact, but imagine during Hulkamania if he says some racist shit. It was easy to cancel Hogan because the uh the machine canceled Hogan. That's true. They took them out. They wiped them off. Like, if they didn't, like, think about it. If all that shit came out and they didn't do nothing about it, we wouldn't have said nothing. We would have complained. And that would have been it. Yeah. But, like, like this, Hogan, man. Fuck this guy. <laughs> I definitely fuck Hogan. I hope, I hope he catch a heart attack next time he take a leg drop. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, with this guy right here, like, they started digging into his Facebook page and all that shit. And he had this one quote where he was like, you know, if, He's like, I challenge anybody to watch 12 Years a Slave and tell me that you guys can't see how good you really have it. I'm like, yo, like, I seen that movie. It is, it, that's, I think he meant like how good we have it now. I, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't, um, I don't know. And I don't know. Tip- and I don't ever try and understand what white people are saying. Oh, word up. Yeah, because, you know, like, yeah, you're going to go fucking crazy. And then, yeah. and then the shit that kills me is that, like, everybody's always attacking WWE for shit like this. When they they start to put out, like, all these lists of, like, people that support Trump and shit. The third person on the list owns AEW. And nobody's saying anything about what's going on over there. But all these people like saying some like weird weird shit about like I mean what are you gonna say, right? What what, what are you gonna say? You're gonna say, Oh, I don't support the small indie brand already? Like there's not really much to say. It's, but it's just wild. I don't know, it's just wild to me how like, you know, it's just so like one sided with the shit. So you don't think the WWE should get the the blame it gets? Do I think they should get the blame they get? Mm-hmm. For for certain things, no, I don't think they should get the blame they get because at the end of the day. All the other companies are doing it. They're just they're just not they're just not on the same like same platform. They might have their own channel and all the other shit, but the WWE is way bigger than it. Right. So there's a certain responsibility you have being that. Man, they need to bring back the nation of domination. They need to bring back some strong black representation in WWE. Not no street profits. Like, them dudes are super corny to me. I'm sorry. They're not street and, you know, they're not real prophetic. The Nation of Domination was, like, Farouk, The Rock. Like, that was just seeing that. 
those are white. But think about it, right? The nation domination was heels. Problem number one. Why the heels? Because they want black liberation. I, I have a problem with that. Um, also, those were white writers writing for them, right? So you got to think about that. Like, okay, yeah, we bring back the nation domination. Yeah, let's make them. Let's make them. Let's make them babyface then. Let's make them babyface and give us some black writers. That'll be fine. That, that starts from the beginning, but that starts from the, the top up. Are there black writers in that room? I know the last one. I personally know the last one. Yeah, Kaz. Kaz was a, yeah. Kaz was one of the writers. Yeah, so, you know, there's not a lot of Kaz's in that writing room, so. Nah, not at all. Are you sure you want white people in 2020 writing Nation of Domination storylines? <laughs> I mean, I want somebody writing it. I, I they, need had to Owen Hart and, they had Owen Hart and Blackface. Yeah, that was pretty nasty. Not, not, oh, was it Owen Hart or was it uh, X-Pac? X, no, X, X, yeah, it was X-Pac. It was X-Pac. It was X-Pac. It was nasty, regardless. Like, yeah, I, I know, but I don't they know. Had, they, had just, Roddy, they had Roddy Piper half black for a WrestleMania. <laughs> this is what we go through, man. This is the fucked up world we live in as wrestling black wrestling fans. Yeah, like, do do you take it? Do you take like? Do you take it personally when you see stuff like that? Like when you see certain um certain characters? Do you think like, no, like no? Because I gotta uh. I got to take so much other shit seriously yeah. that I don't really let kayfabe bother me, mm. which could be my own, um, you know, weird way to compartmentalize the fucked up shit that I, I am, that I love being a part of, which is this wrestling shit. But um, no, it's all kayfabe. It's all fucking kayfabe. And I, that's how I got to look at it. Definitely. Definitely. You know, like a, a lot of, damn man, a lot of wrestling fans, man, they, they I didn't, I didn't know which way you were going to go with it. Because a, a lot of wrestling fans are like extremely upset, especially like the black wrestling fans. Like, you should see it on. I don't know if you do on Instagram or Twitter. Like, they're they're being very vocal about certain shit, and you know, I I, I see people crying. Well, I'm tr- I'm I'm more focused right now. You know, with with the news, obviously, with my new um platform, so having to handle that. But I'm more or less worried, and this is not to say that it is not to be cared about. No, no, but I, you know, I'm worried about stopping these black bodies from dropping. Um, of course. So I got to worry about that before I worry about the ideas uh, and ignorant statements from a guy that is going to have CTE in two years. Like at the end of the day, that's how I look at it. Like this guy is not going to be able to eat anything past applesauce in about five years. So. Right. And you talk about that. You talk about that new platform that you have, uh, the Quarantine Nightly, right? Yes. I, I yo, phenomenal, bro. Thank you so yo, much. Yo, phenomenal because you're giving like, you know, like our perspective on the nightly news that we see on TV. Absolutely. And I seen that like every episode you dedicated to somebody that died from COVID. I de- I dedicate every episode to a black person who passed away from yeah. COVID nineteen. And yo, that's that's. That's powerful to see, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people, they tend to forget that. Yeah. You know, even with all, all the other things that's going on in the world, there's still people dying from this virus that got us where we're at right now. Right. But yeah, uh, everybody, you know, right now, you know, racism said, oh, COVID, you you, you getting crazy? Let me show you something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I think people were forgetting for a while, like, the disproportionate effect that COVID-19 had on the Black community. Yeah. So I was like, there's no way I can do this and not um, dedicate every episode to somebody I passed. The first episode was dedicated to my uncle. 
Um, and that's really where I got the idea from, was like, you know, wanting to do this in his honor and his memory. And how do you prepare for that? Because honestly, you're sounding, when you give that, the news, you're sounding very professional, very mm -hmm. focused. It's just like, it sounds like you're taking it like really, really serious. I am. The way you're delivering it. I am. Like, how do you prepare for it? Like, are um, you selling that or is... I, I, I mean, I, I do the same, I do the same exercise that I do any other day, no matter what diction I'm using or, or what I'm leaning into more. So I'm constantly doing pause mouth exercises and, and pronunciation and uh, onomatopoeia and all of that stuff. Doing that, really, I, um, more than ever now, I'm, I'm watching the news. I'm watching the way these guys are delivering it. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's how they do it. This is how I'm going to do it. Um, you know, and a lot of people ask like, well, why don't you just do it like you're talking? And I like to think I do a mixture because I think mentally we're so we're so uh, used to hearing the news done in a certain way that mentally I have to do it in that way some somehow some some form of it to get your attention to let you know to listen. Right. Right. Like, and this is me. You know, I I could be wrong. I don't think, or I haven't seen anyone take to people delivering the news. I haven't seen anybody take too seriously. It coming from it sounded like the barbershop. Yeah. Right, and you can hear the difference. That's that's why I said that you can literally hear that you're the way you're 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 expressing yourself while giving the news is like it's clear. Thank you. You know, so definitely I can hear the pause. The you know what you're practicing on. I can hear. Appreciate that. And I was I was listening to um, you know, because I just got put on to you honestly, and I was listening to your. To your podcast, I listened to the Tax Stone one first. I was, I was a big Tax Stone fan. Like free tax, free, free the big home. Yeah, like I go back and listen to like the Big Body Best episode, the Nori Funny, episode. Like, and the chicken spot, saying? right? That was that was a good day for us. That was, oh, that, was fun, that was a fun day for us, the chicken spot. Word up. That was like, yo, we smoking in the chicken spot right smoking now. The, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> saying the chicken spot. Yo, I remember that. I was like, nah. I, I love like, that shit. We all going to jail. Niggas, yo, shout out to Tax. He was, like, he was like, yo, let me get like uh, eight California rolls. Nah, he was wild. He was and Bess was like, yo, you ordering fucking sushi in the chicken spot? Like, yo, you out? Yeah, I love that shit. <laughs> but I was also listening to the uh, the episode of The Show Must Be Paused. Okay, yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of questions that you're asking, I'm having those same conversations. Um, I'm very serious when it comes to the rights of black and brown people. Right. Um, yes. So, you know, listening to your commentary, it's like you're asking the same questions that we're asking, like, what's the end game? What happens next? Right. You know what I'm right. saying? I think that's a good a good way to have other people thinking. Because right now we could pass sure. a lot of this. Right now it's very weird. Right now with you when it comes to the show must be paused. Um is this just a music industry specific thing? If it is, I would call bullshit on that. I think that's a problem. I think more than we should be worrying about our, our benefits and perks and checks. And obviously this comes from somebody who works music industry adjacent, right? Like I talk to artists and people, um, you know, yeah, I've done work with artists and things of that nature, but I don't work directly in the music industry. So if this is about, you know, bonus structure and more representation, yeah, yeah, oh, that's good. But right now we're trying to stop these black bodies from dropping. And you need to be doing whatever you can do to force this billion dollar company that profits 
off of these black bodies, you need to force them to do something to, to avoid these black bodies from dropping anymore. I think that's where the focus needs to be. Um, and I think that is where I'm, I'm hopeful that that's where the, the, the attention will be focused on. Because right now, it's a, it's a great idea, great showing. Shout out to Brianna and uh, uh, Jamia for um, coming up with it. Um, I just don't want it to be co-opted and it becomes, you know, this elitist fraternity type thing. Yeah, right. I was also listening to you on episode 52 of The Guys Next Door. Mm. And, um, I was listening to Mac, like, you know, he's, he sounds frustrated. Yeah. Um, he has a lot of questions and, you know, and again, I, I relate to, you know, what he was saying so much. And there was one thought that I had. I'm not hearing about it. I want to talk to you about it. Yeah. Um, an outcome or something that can really be powerful, something that I feel really needs to be done. Um, and it starts with white people in general. As usual. Just taking the responsibility for what they've done throughout all these years. Never going to happen. You know? Right. But it needs to happen. Right? I, I would feel like that would be the realest thing, right? If in any relationship, if you want this relationship to go forward, you need to put everything on the table. You need to be honest and sincere with each other. And that's the only way that you can move forward. Right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like the relationship that has been had all these years is really one-sided. And it's going to take white people to literally say, you know what? We're wrong. Like, we did do segregation. We did slavery. Um, redlining. Like, we came up off all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not something that didn't happen. We killed your leaders. Like, this is not a joke. Like, we did this. Put that all on the table. Say, you know what, since slavery, these are the families that's profited from slavery time to now. Through segregation, through redlining, they've had these 100 and 150-year-old companies that have thrived through all of this shit yep. on the backs of black people. Hey, these are the families. You put them online. Right. And you, and you make it their responsibility to say, you know what, my great-great-great-grandfather's grandmother's uncle owned slaves came up, started a company, came up, and you trace that money, you trace that family, and you put a formula together where there's an understanding of like, you know what, this is what the people should have been owed. And you have a family. Imagine a powerful family stepping up like, you know what, we did the math, and it's $190 million. Where can we allocate these funds? Like, we want to start doing, we want, we, want to, we want to get on the same page. We want to start on the same level, like, it needs to be. It needs to be a money thing, because at the at the end of the day, the money and the land is what gives them the power. And if you allow these people to, you know, allow black people to to come together to to bid on on, on grants and 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 money to start their own communities, their schools, their businesses, like give them the land to do so. Like make it about that. Like make it about the truth. Right. And how can we how can we move forward? Like, at the end of the day, if all we're going to do is hug each other and start petitions and do all that, like, I'm at a point right now where it's like, I've been through this for so long. Mm -hmm. And different. when George Floyd died, it was like, it's like now it's like more like enough is enough. And you know this shit needs to get realer than, it, it needs to have a true 
clear understanding of what's going on and what, 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 what people have been facing all these years? I think the saddest part is the realization that if people weren't on quarantine, George Floyd would have died and nobody would have said nothing else. There's truth to that too. Ahmaud Arbery was shot dead in February before the world was on quarantine. Yep. We didn't care until quarantine. People needed something to care about. The whites needed something to care about, and the whites have this elitist function where they need to, the, the, the liberals and the left need to look like they are more empathetic to the, uh, the other side, right? There's this white guilt, and they needed something to feel guilty about. And boy, oh boy, did they get it, right? If, if the world was, in quarantine, was not in quarantine, we would have stepped right over, would have been some protests, some marches, it would have been it, would have moved right over it. Yeah, it definitely wouldn't got to the position that it's wouldn't have got where we're at now. Um, when we start talking about the allocation of funds and reparations there in nature, um, be the worst thing that ever happened to black people. We would effectively buy our way back into slavery if we were given reparations. Why? Because on average, right, we only make up 13% of the American population. If we were to be given reparations, we'd be given money, a large sum of money, to then do what? Give right back into the same oppressive capitalist uh, uh, patriarchy and, 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 and uh, damn near fascist um, economic system that's been plaguing us for this. this. So, so I think that, well, we, we don't need that. What we need, what I will agree is that we need the address, we do need the addressment and acknowledgement of the fucked up shit that happened to us. But if you think about it, Germany only got that once it got taken over. Yeah. Right, the whole they, Germany only acknowledged the Holocaust once Germany was overthrown. Like you get what I'm saying? Like and they nobody's going. The sitting government is not going to ever acknowledge it. Well, we need. I, I think it's shit a little different, right? I, I I never say, oh, we don't need crime. Now nah, we just need a better. Uh, we just need a better reaction, and 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 we need better better preemptive tactics to crime, right? Are you gonna are you gonna sit there and leave? Are you gonna sit there and leave your door wide open, and leave your door unlocked and say crime shouldn't happen? Or are you gonna lock your door, get the best lock you could get? Right? That's how we prepare for criminals, right? Right. Unfortunately, the way that this police force and um and, and this justice system is set up, anybody could be a cop at this point. So we don't know who's going to be the criminal until the crime is done. So what I'm saying is we can't, we can't, right now we can't uh, preemptively stop. We can't prevent any police related deaths on black bodies. But what we can do is hold these motherfuckers to task when they do kill a black body. Okay. That changes everything, right? And I think that's a more realistic stance. We're not going... Like I said, we're never going to get reparations because until America is toppled and taken over by another country, because that's just never going to happen. Nobody. This is reparations. I'm not speaking of reparations. I'm speaking Mm -hmm. more of white people letting go of their guilt and doing it in a a constructive way that benefits black people. It doesn't have to be reparations. Like it's not a. It's not a. It's not a. a I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's not a cheese line. This is like it's going to get to a point where other white families are pointing at other white families. Like, why haven't you done the right thing? And I feel like that is like, it just exposes everybody to what exactly is going on here. And it's just that 
one side of this country has been controlling the money for too long. And I don't, I don't think we should be scared of money. I, money is energy at the end of the day. People are going to do good and bad with money, without money, it doesn't matter. If we could put ourselves in a, in a proper economical place, right. then we're better off growing. Right. If, like, if LeBron James had 10 times the funding that he had to do his school, he'd have a whole bigger university. Mm. Like, it is what it is. And I just feel like once you hold white people responsible for what they're doing, there has to be some intangibles. There has to be money. There has to be land. There has to be... It has to come. At this point, like, this is... I don't know, I don't know what's the end game, but I feel like if it ends and there's no truth... We've been... We've been surviving, and I hate this word, we've been resilient through everything. Right, and we found a way to succeed in everything except for these motherfucking cops killing us. That's my main focus, right? Because it's like redlining, we could figure it out. Um if uh redlining, we could figure that out. Uh, you know, uh not getting our loans, all of that, we can figure that out. We've been figuring it out. Being broke, we've been figuring it out. Making it, we've been figuring it out. One thing we can't get over is motherfuckers yeah. wiping us out. Getting that's why that's always my main focus. My main focus is always going to be the preservation of life because anything else we can figure out. And so I think sometimes conversations like this get over, get overran and overtaken because we begin to talk about that, right? Like, let's say we do that. Let's say everything you said, we do that. We get land, we get all that. They ain't gonna stop these motherfuckers from putting a bullet in our back when they want to. We have to and get that. Nothing's gonna stop them. That's their right. nature. But what, right, but what we need is a system that a system in place that is going to punish them the same way they punish us for killing somebody like us. Think about this. That's step one for sure. Think about this. All three of us, them motherfuckers do not give a fuck about near three of us. Right now, they see our names on paper. They do not give a fuck about none of us. We all look alike. They are all disgusted by us. If one of us kill one of us, guess what? They gonna, they gonna fucking, they gonna act like the other one. They gonna act like the dead person with the fucking mayor. They gonna, the way they throw the book at your ass. Yeah. yeah. Where's that energy when, where's that energy when white people kill us? Where's that energy when the police kill us? Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a, there's we can't a even get a hate crime statute. We can't even get a hate crime statue in in Georgia for the fucking murder of Ahmaud Arbery. Oh, we'll yeah. get it now. I, no, I no, there's no statute. So you can't retroactively mm -hmm. pass the statute. So you get what I'm saying? Even if going forward, the, the Ahmaud Arbery Act, which means, you know, that which goes forward and says every hate crime and Ahmaud Arbery's murder will not be charged as a hate crime. Got it. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, think about that shit right there. There is video footage of them standing over him and calling him a nigga after they killed him. That is a hate crime. He won't be charged. Oh, yeah. 100%. Won't be charged as a hate crime. 100%. But yeah, it takes it takes these things to bring to bring change, unfortunately. Like, but again, I just feel like that happened and then this the, the Floyd George uh, the George Floyd situation happened. And it was like, enough is enough. Hold on. This is like within a week of each other. Like, what's right. going on here? Like, this is bullshit. Like, this is real bullshit. And honestly, well, no, like... No, 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 no. I don't, I don't want it to be misconstrued. No, that that, uh, that timeline is... Uh, and I would I would hate for anybody to hear this and be 
Like, nah, he's wrong. It's, so, all right, it's not a week. So, yeah, Ahmad Arbery happened in February. Yeah. We only found like, out about it in August. That's George Floyd was it. killed May 25th. In between that, we lost the sister Breonna Taylor. Yes. Due yeah, to an illegal, due, not to illegal, but due to improper execution of a search warrant. Um, I want to say a week after George uh, Floyd George passed, and we lost Tay McDade, a young trans brother in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we lost the brother. What? Well, and then at the top of this week, we lost the brother in, in Louisiana, um, right? The one I'm talking about, no, this brother was killed in, um, the brother I'm talking about was killed in um, Kentucky. Oh, okay. Kentucky, and he was actually a chef, and yes. he was feeding the police. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, 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 Mr. yeah. Barbecue or something like mm-hmm. that. Mr. Barbecue, yeah. Yeah, damn, yeah, that was terrible, for real. So that's what I just wanted, even, like, yo, like, that's why I want, yo, these motherfuckers are so terrible. A world pandemic won't stop them from killing us. That's right. A global pandemic will not stop our murders. Like we we gotta hopefully hopefully with these four that are being charged, like they have to be they have to be the mold right now. Like if you're gonna do some shit like this, this is what's gonna happen to you. You know, like you got uh the, the guy who had his knee on on home um George George Floyd's neck. Hey. He's getting yeah. He he's getting he's um getting charged with second second degree. Yeah, they they up to the second degree. They, they up to the um, second. I don't know degree. how I feel about that. I think Me we either. At the third degree, I think we easily would have got the third degree conviction. Yeah. Moving it up to second degree, I think we give him a little space to beat it. Um, but hey, you know, if they, you know? listen, if they want this world to burn, if you want this world to fucking burn, but not guilty. Don't. I dare you. I don't yeah, worry. <laughs> the world is watching. You motherfuckers go not guilty. It's I'm America, out there. Minneapolis. I'm talking about if they say not guilty, the the screen needs to and like you see the fu- go fuzzy and, yeah. and you hear the and then motherfucking Trump come up here and say um I don't know what they're talking about, but I'm this is guilty. He's guilty. We're sending them to jail forever. Forever. That shit. Or the world. Ooh, America's gonna burn. That'll be sick. America's gonna burn. America's going to burn. I can't see it. I can't, I can't see, I can't see no not guilty verdicts. I can't. Hey, we said the same thing. Too many eyes on this shit. We said the same thing about Trayvon. Think you gotta think about this. If he doesn't plead, if he doesn't plead, who are you getting to be the who where are you getting this impartial jury? Everyone's seen this on the news. Where are you getting this impartial jury? Exactly. Uh-uh. You're going down. Going down. Time, I'm, I'm asking. I'm begging. I'm actually begging that he pleads. I'm begging. Because I don't want to see America if that happens. This ain't 92. It's going to be this ain't This ain't 2015. This is 2020. And motherfuckers are a lot more pissed off and a lot more knowledgeable and a lot more with the shit. Word up. Word it's gonna, up. It's going to get ugly, man. Like you said, it's not 92, not 2015. It's going to be all that wrapped up with a little more. And all of that. And yeah, it's going to it's going to be it's going to be scary outside, man. 2020 providing that clarity, that 2020 vision. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That energy out here is that we're going to see you for exactly who you are. 
You know what I'm saying? And not for nothing, this shit is going to go into like a whole fucking race war. I mean, excuse me, a class war. Uh, because a lot of money, a lot of this, like 30 million people on unemployment. There's a lot of jobs being lost. Like this shit is going to go to another level. And you're looking at who your allies are right now. You know, everybody is choosing allies. Everybody is manning up right now. Right. It's going to get to a place where it's like, do you trust these people in your foxhole? Like, because these are the people that are really going to be fighting for you. Because there's going to just be two sides of this shit. It's going to... And, and we need leaders. That's another thing. To, 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 we really need leaders in this shit because we're not getting enough of it. Actual leaders, too. People uh, people with the ability to lead, not celebrities. Not people with yeah. followers. And, exactly, and, not celebrities. And that, that, that's, what, that's what's lacking, man. Like, you know, when, when, all, when all this stuff was going down years back, there was people there. There were, there were leaders there, real leaders there. And we, we don't have that now. There's nobody stepping up. There's nobody... I don't think nobody has the balls to do it, to be honest. I fuck with Sean King. I don't. I fuck with Sean. Why don't you fuck with Sean King? Where is Tamir Rice? Where is Trayvon Martin? Where is the monies? Where is the monies? Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. And and that's a white man. I don't care if nobody said that. Sean King a white man. (laughs) (laughs) I I hear you. I hear you. Um... I, ain't seen I don't anything. know, man. I don't, I don't. I mean, I don't agree. I don't know anything about the monies. You know, I, I hardly hear about that. I only see shit like that, like in the comments. You know what I'm saying? But you know, there was like whole websites, and I get all that. But boots to the ground. My son really puts in work. He really calls people out for what they are. He uses his platform in a way that's really productive. Now, I know I've heard that he starts campaigns and then just walks away from it and shit like that. Like he, he doesn't complete projects. Yeah. He doesn't complete projects. But whenever something goes down, like he's setting up he's setting something up. He's doing something. He's talking about it in a way that he's like making people be responsible for what they're doing. And I respect that. Sean King um helped start the Queen's uh Queen's Child project. What's that? What Ghost was working on for he died. <laughs> <laughs> What happened? <laughs> this nigga too high, man. Come on. I can't hear you, boy. What you say? Talk to me. I said that's I said the Queen's Child Project. That's what Ghost was working on before he died. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Ghost from fucking that, that show. I don't watch from that. Pa- show. Oh, you don't watch Power? Okay. Hell no. Now I see why only one of y'all got it. Okay. Nah, yeah, hell no. I never seen that shit. Yo, if y'all was a tag team, who would y'all be? <laughs> I'll be fucking the Adobo brothers and shit. <laughs> <laughs> what was that Larry Yuka and um, Tommy Toton and shit? That's what it is. You know, like, and, and another thing that I hate that's going on right now, and I hate it, I hate it, man, because it's, it's the people from the country I'm from. I'm, I'm Dominican and I'm, I hate the way they fucking right now. I hate the way that, what they doing. Like, me growing up in my Ooh. household, they, they installed in me. They're like, yo, listen, you're Dominican, but look at yourself. You're black. You know what I'm saying? You have, you have, you know, black blood running through your body. Don't forget that. You know, you got kinky hair. You got, you know, you, you don't, don't think you're different. I never, and growing up, I never thought I was different. And then I see all these other Dominicans, you know, I ran into them, you know, growing up and shit. And I'm just like, yo, you, you guys gotta be kidding me. Who's your favorite baseball player? Oh, Vladimir Guerrero? Oh, yeah. Look at the way that motherfucker look. 
That nigga had more fucked up than mine, my nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's just, it's wild, B. It's wild. It's wild, man. What's your thoughts on that? Um, you know, I had a long conversation with one of the guys that were on the ground when that happened. I had a long conversation with him yesterday on my live. And um, we can't act like we don't know what the fuck's been going on when it comes to Dominican and, and when it just comes to anti-blackness as a whole. Yep. It, there's black people that hate being black. There's black people that hate people that are black. Anti-blackness is fucking world renowned. It's everywhere. It's it's it, it deserves a Nobel Peace Prize. It's it's everywhere. So right. um, I think you know, if, if breaking it down to like, what do I think about it? I, I I don't because I already know how it goes. Like I know how it goes. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Self hate is is a real thing, no matter what you do. Ignorance is a real thing too. You know, Spanish people half the time they don't even know where they came from. I mean, mm-hmm. they came from the transatlantic slave trade. You know what I'm saying? It just so happened that my, my slave owners spoke Spanish. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of more intermingling with the natives and the and the white people in South America, in the Caribbean. That's why we, you have a whole family that's every shade in the book. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, but the thing, the thing I understand sometimes is, is being black in America is not easy. You know what I'm saying? And we a lot of times, we woke up here. There was. I said, we ain't asked for it. We woke up here. Nah, and, I, and I, I'm i with you. I'm on the same boat. I'm Puerto Rican and Cuban. Like, I know where I came from. You know what I'm saying? I know what makes makes me up. You know, and I'm proud of that. You know, a lot of people aren't. You know what I'm saying? They'll, they'll look at it as a negative. You know, like this this country has, has placed like this stereotype that it's just, it's not cool to be black. You shouldn't want to be black. And there's a lot of proud people that are proud of their country where they're pretty much facing the same discrimination. Exactly. But they're going to hold on to that flag. They're going to hold on to that language. They're going to hold on to that culture because it beats being whatever is, is classified here mm-hmm. in the country. And they don't want to be associated with that shit. You know what I'm saying? And that, you know, again, that's just, that's just, that's ignorance. The reason it disgusts me a little more coming from the Dominican or or, or, or other black people, um, it's because y'all still like y'all still will partake in the culture. Y'all still partake in the benefits of being black. You just won't with, you won't deal with the ramifications of being black. And that disgusts me more than it does from a white person who does the same exact thing. I agree. A hundred percent. And yo, our people, our people, black people, Spanish people, non-white people are always going to be able to uphold white supremacy better half the time than white people. You know what I'm saying? They feel that hatred more in their heart than fucking white people. You know what I'm saying? So it's fucking serious out here. These type of conversations are happening in the open. Like this is like, these are real dialogues that like never happen. Right. Saying like, and now they're happening like on a fucking wide scale. And this is going to lead to the truth. And that's all we really need. We need love and we need the truth. As long as you got that, there's no way that. No. No way we could fail. No, we need, we need tangible action items. We can have love and the truth. There is love and truth everywhere. That do not mean motherfuckers get held accountable for the fucked up shit they did. What we need is actual actionable items. That's what we need. We need 
to hold, we need a system that's going to hold people to task when they do wrong by black citizens. That's what we need, that we need tangible action items. All that love and the truth shit, man, nah, we got that. We got a whole bunch of it. We go somewhere right now, I'll show you a whole bunch of love and a whole bunch of truth. But if a motherfucker do something to us, ain't nobody got an answer to it. All right, so I hope, you know, I hope that what's going on right now brings something tangible to that point where we can point at it and say, like, this wasn't just done in vain. Like, we were able to accomplish something. Definitely. I hope I'm praying. Because like he said, man, if, if it don't happen, America going to burn. America's going to, ooh, that's going to be, a, I don't even want to think about it. I'm so serious. I'm, I'm not even playing. I really don't want to know what's going to, oh, Jesus, oh, God. <laughs> I feel you. All right, so just real quick, just to jump it back into wrestling, just because yeah, a couple of questions I wanted to ask you about <laughs> wrestling. Like, who? When did you start watching wrestling? Like, was you watching it as a kid? Like, yeah, 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 I've been watching wrestling all my life. Um, it was just I was um, we didn't have cable growing up, so um, you know, you're only able to get whatever channel you could get. So like, I was a big. Saturday Saturday morning guy when the WWF used to do Saturday Superstars. morning. Superstars, yeah. Superstars, right. I was big and then WCW also had a Saturday program later on. Um but yeah, I was always into it, always, you know, wish I would always like uh steal my cousin's tapes. So my cousin used to uh record raw and shit, so I'd always catch it like two, three days later. Mm, yeah, my, my boy Bing, my boy Bing used to steal my shit all the time. And then yeah, he Listen, and he tried he tried to get but he tried to give me VHSs back in 2015. Like, what are you doing? Nah, you gotta take them shit and some money in that, bro. <laughs> I got a couple left, but I'm like, yo, I don't want that shit no more. I was like, shit's is on DVD now. DVD's obsolete. I was like, what the fuck are you giving me VHS for? Nah, but um, yeah, I've been watching since I was a kid. You know, what I mean, I got suspended at least three or four times for telling people to suck it. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Like, I was a badass guy. I'd be in the middle of the hole like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, I've been a lifelong fan, lifelong fan, lifelong fan. Hogan um, or Warrior? Warrior. It's every everything over Hogan, but Warrior is, was the better character. Who was that? Who was that one character that uh that kind of like, you know, like captivated your attention? In, Triple in H. Triple H? The mm. game, when he was the game. Nice. Like I was yeah. a bigger Sean. I was a bigger Sean. Um, I was a bigger Sean fan when DX was first introduced. Yeah. But then after the back injury and uh, after that, and you know, you watch Triple H take over the DX Army. Uh, I'm 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 a Triple H guy. I'm a hunter guy all the way. Yeah. We actually uh, we had an episode uh, talking about if uh, Triple H is one of the goats. What do you think? Yes. If there's a Mount Rushmore, Triple H needs to be on it. He's the greatest. He's the greatest heel ever. Yes. Triple H is a better, and I know he'll never say Triple H is a better heel than Flair. He's a better heel than Sean. He's a bet like he's like you really believed he's evil. Yep. And he really right. buried and he really buried Booker T at Mania. Like what else are we talking about? He's <laughs> dickhead. Like yeah, he's a goat. He's a goat. Top four, easy. Nice, nice. So uh, what what is your what is your take on um like the new the new atmosphere of wrestling right now you know like they just started bringing back the fans it's not even really fans it's just not really fans yeah they're like old NXT guy I love it I I think they were late to it actually on my podcast when I had a former writer and, and my homeboy Andrew Goldstein we talked about it and I was like 
AEW is going to kill them in the ratings if they don't put fans in the seats or put somebody in the seats. Because yeah. AEW was doing that from day one. AEW had other wrestlers in the, in the, behind the plexiglass. And they start doing it, and it just feels better. Feels better. And um, what do you think about, because, you know, there's really no more characters, no more gimmick wrestlers anymore. Like, what do you think about your man, um, The Fiend? What do you think about that whole character? Give Bray Wyatt all the things. <laughs> Bray Wyatt deserves all the accolades, all the things. The, the way he's been able to constantly reinvent himself since Husky Harris, you know, being a, a second-generation guy. <laughs> Facts. Love it, love it, love it. And I love Thanks. The Fiend. I love The Fiend. Word up. Me too. Big fan. Big fan of that. I, I think I'm more of a, I'm, I'm more of a fan in, of The Fiend than I was of the, uh, you know, the, the initial, uh, you know, let me in buzzard guy, um, which was fun. It was fun. But man, this is just, there's so much fun. Yeah, this is different. This is like up there with like Mankind. Yeah. And the Kane. Like it's on that level of like, wow, this guy is really performing his ass off right now or up. um and if you watch that nxt documentary it uh you'll you'll get to appreciate him even more because oh. they show like a lot of his uh a lot of his um monologues from yeah like, from, like uh, it was on um, fcw yeah and F- yeah, fcw yeah. yeah because he you know i don't i don't know it's just the way he used to talk as that bray wyatt character he he had everybody captivated everybody said like yo this this is that dude like he's gonna be that person and do you think like him having a universal title kind of like fucked up the flow of everything? Now nah, you had to do something. Yeah, you, you had to put the be- first of all. You, you you only had if you didn't want, if you don't want to fuck up like you almost did or did with Bray with uh with Braun. You got to put the belt on the Fiend. You got to put the belt on the monster. You have to, yeah. and he deserves it. Um, him having the belt, seeming unbeatable. I love it. Always love an unbeatable monster. Me too. So um, going going to AEW now. What do you think about John Moxley's uh, title run so far? I mean, I'm a John Moxley stand, so no, oh, matter yeah. he, no, no matter where he landed, I mean, it's a little lackluster over there, but I think that's just because AEW doesn't have the writers. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when he's in that ring, you can't argue that. And him being being able to be in a ring with guys like Hangman Page, being in the ring with guys like Kenny Omega, being able to be in the ring with guys like Cody, it's just amazing to watch. And, and like them not have to go by WWE rules, like you know, like really telling the story how they want to tell the story. I really like it. Does it does it matter to you that there's not that many black wrestlers in AEW? Not that many black wrestlers in WWE, so no. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. No, definitely. And um, now that they have uh, the revival over there, you're like. The top guys is back. <laughs> I feel like that they have like a really core, like have like they have like a core six for that tag team division. That that the mix is going to be so crazy. And I, I'm 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 really a huge fan of. Uh, damn, I'm forgetting their names, but the dudes, the the Puerto Rican from New York. Oh, LAX. Oh yeah, LAX. Perfect. Yeah. I, and I I didn't know how I felt about them at first because of their build, but I was just like. These guys can perform, and I really hate them. I really believe they're bad guys. So, <laughs> like when they when they came in with Conan and Impact, man, uh, yo, that that shit just came out of nowhere because I didn't know who the hell they were. And then I think like a couple of weeks after that, I went to a HOG show, and I'm like, oh shit, look at these niggas right here. Yep, yo, fire, fire. But uh, who do you think? Who do you think is gonna be uh, the next one to come up in AEW? I mean, they have a lot, a lot of like you know, 
a mix of a lot of a lot of guys there. Some WWE, some from different companies. I know I said the name before. I I'm high. I'm extremely high off of Hangman Page. Okay. I think he. I think you can put the business on his back. He's a great performer, great build, great storytelling in the ring. Hangman Page is my guy when it comes to AEW. All right. And you, you watch New Japan? New Japan, I can't. I I try. I know I I'm great for a, a Wrestle Kingdom. I will stay up the whole eight hours for a Wrestle Kingdom, but <laughs> just trying to keep up with weekly program, I can't. I can't. Right? I, can't. I feel you, man. I, it's it's, it's hard, either it's hard either New Japan or 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 Quarantine Nightly. I gotta take my picks. Uh, quarantine <laughs> Nightly all all the way, bro. <laughs> yeah, keep working on that Quarantine Nightly for real, for real. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, that shit is tough. And yo, that uh, that Sean shirt should be coming in early next week, man. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Oh, good looking, bro. Yeah, I had to order it from a partner site that um that we do the shirts with. Yep. I didn't have it. I didn't have it at hand right now. So. Oh, good. I, that Sean shit is fire. Yeah, thank you, man. I truly appreciate that shit. And I also truly appreciate you being on the show with us, man. Thank you for your time. Of course. Uh, yo, I, I I didn't think you were gonna say yes. To be honest, I just I just threw it out there. Yo. <laughs> I tell people all the time, I, like I hate when people say I'm I'm a regular nigga, yo, and I wouldn't be where I'm at if it wasn't for people saying yes to me. Yeah. But also if it wasn't for people saying no to me, you know what I mean? Because I get tight. Like, <laughs> niggas said no to me, I was like, all right, bet I got something for your ass. Next time you see me, you gotta have to pay double. You put them on that on that same um on that same uh screen as Funk Flex, right? Yeah, everybody going to some jam screen. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> safe. Yo, that shit was hilarious, bro. I didn't want to really bring it up, but I was like, I had to. I don't even know who you're talking about. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, keep doing your thing, bro. Keep getting better. Like, just appreciate that. Like Thank I said, you so going much. through the episodes, like, I could see the progression and I could see yeah. that you're like, you're really focusing on your craft. So just Thank you. keep doing your thing and hopefully we can like chop it up again. Like, yeah, yeah. Anytime. anytime. Yeah, shout out to Rocco. Rocco was actually the one that got me on to you and shit. Shout out to oh, Rocco. That's Whoa, my guy, Rocco Raccoon. That's my guy. Good Haitian, yeah. brother. I don't, <laughs> I don't trust purple potato salad, but I I, I, I fuck with Rocco. <laughs> I fucking love purple potatoes. <laughs> Yo, definitely, man. But be safe out there for real, bro. And yes, just sir. Keep what you're doing, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, pre- I, I appreciate y'all. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate that. All right. I'll be safe. Easy. Well, everybody, that was Mouse Jones. Who? Mouse Jones. <laughs> I'm fucking sweating in here, boy. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for listening. I hope uh, you guys got at least a little comedic value out of this. You know what I'm saying? I know everything has been very serious, you know, going through these past couple of days with the riots, protesting, uh, senseless killings. The virus still still up and at it. I mean, it's not as strong as it once was, but still up and at it. But, you know, we hopefully gave you a lane to just, you know, calm down for a bit and have something to enjoy. Yeah, homie was extremely intelligent. You know what I'm saying? Very clear when he spoke. Like, he knew when exactly, how to answer these questions. Like, he wasn't jumping out the window um, with me when I was like, you know, when I said something about the Street Profits. He was very composed. You know what I'm saying? He gave his answer and we moved on. I, you know, I, I peep gaming that and I, I appreciated that for real. So once again, shout out to Miles Jones and yeah, oh, this and, is, um, this is. I just want to shout out um, everybody else. Like, you know, 
in in the wrestling community that has been really very vocal about everything going down. Uh, Want to shout out? Don't try this at home. Radio. Shout out the Jabba Tears family. Um. Uh, shout shout out, you know, to Deborah. You know what I'm saying? She's Deborah Oxta. She's been in the forefront as well. Word up. Uh, just everybody, man. Everybody, everybody. Yo, Alexander from Arizona. Holla. Shout out to him. The wrong crowd. What up? The wrong crowd. My guy. Uh, shout out to everybody that looks like everybody. us. Shout out to everybody that rides with people that looks like us. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Just stay safe out here. Show love out here. Shit is crazy out here. Titus O'Neill. Yeah, out here. <laughs> Titus O'Neill is at the forefront, man. And I think my new favorite wrestler is Kevin Owens. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, we could leave that for another day. <laughs> Alistair Black, one of the two, man. But, um, yeah, yo, uh, for this for this episode, yo, you heard Run the Jewels 4 yet? Oh, no, I haven't. Fire? The whole joint drop, Fire. Uh, yo, they got Gangsta Boo on the album, bro. I haven't heard her on a song. Gangsta Boo, what the fuck? <laughs> heard. That's dope. Yo, I Do some of that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna play that. They got they got a joint with her in there. They also had a joint with um Two Chains. It was pretty tough, not for nothing. But um, yeah, I'm gonna play the one with Gangsta Boo over there, man. Yo, conversation got pretty deep for a second. I got on my soapbox for a second. Like, it's okay. It's okay, bro. <laughs> I so I just let you talk, my nigga. Like I was just like, yo, let, let my nigga air it out real quick. Like shit. I just like I'm just replaying that back in my head. Like I kind of yeah, lost nah, myself for a second. Like, nah, but I'm also I'm also very uh very happy that you know like you know we were all on the same wavelength about what's going down and you know he gave us a really a really good take on what's going down too and what's really. <laughs> A focal point that I think we should have going forward in the black community and you know the relationship between blacks and whites and in this country. Police. You know, and police that was just big. Yeah, say police. Was just let big me not thing. even yeah, let me not keep it. vocal about what's going on with the police and how they're you know how they're acting in the inner cities and shit like that. So yeah, that's you know, hopefully we do see change changes in the law that you know makes these these police responsible for the shit that they do. Definitely. And give up that money, white people. What the fuck? <laughs> no, and I think so. I think we need a little another plan. Shorty is <laughs> Shorty is Yo, that, that, that gift is hilarious, bro. Yo, that should have me dying. His whole being is nasty. Word oh, up. God. But anyways, everybody, this was the 20 by 20 podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Once again, shout out to the Nation of Domination. And I am Young Quarantine Poppy. And I'm, I'm Quarantine Poppy for like the next three months. <laughs> and I'm Nathan McFly. We're out. Get a dose of dirty cold to go. Been cold since cold flow. Got a wire to enlarge and I set a fire down below. I hang it up when you say sorry, didn't know. Probably got a year, ten to go, so let's go. I don't really know how to go slow. Just got done walking in the snow. Goddamn, that motherfucker's cold. Hey, you in the wrong mode, you open and close, you know, holes, no go. This whole world's a shit mode, built to the brim like Gitmo. 
When you think it don't get more low, with limbo to the sticks on flow. All oppression's born lies. I don't make the rules, I'm just one guy. All due respect, I'm getting spit on. how respect is now defined. Hungry for truth, but you got screwed and drank the Kool-Aid. There's a line, it ends directly at the edge of a man's grave. That's their design. Funny fact about a cage, they never built for just one group. So when that cage is done with them and you still pour it, come for you. The newest lowest on the totem, what golly G you have been used. You have to build a death machine that down the line will kill you too. Pseudo-Christians yelling different, kids in prisons ain't a sin shit. Even one scrap of a Jesus talk connected, you feel different. What a disingenuous way to piss away existence, I don't get it. I say you lost the goddamn minds if y'all possess one to be with. Just got done walking in the snow, goddamn that motherfucker cold. Just got done walking in the snow, goddamn that motherfucker cold. Just got done walking in the snow, goddamn that motherfucker cold. Just got done walking in the snow, goddamn that motherfucker cold. One to four, around the age of five, you shift away from your body to be stored. They promise education, but really they give you tests and scores. And they predict in prison population by who's going the lowest. And usually the lowest scores, the poorest, and they look like me. And every day on the evening news, they feed you fear for free. And you so numb, you watch the cops choke out a man like me. Until my voice goes from a shriek to whisper, I can't breathe. And you sit there in the house on couch and watch it on TV. The most you give is a Twitter rant and call it a tragedy. But truly the travesty, you've been robbed of your empathy. Replaced it with apathy, I wish I could magically. Fast forward the future so then you can face it and see how fucked up it'll be. I promise I'm honest, they coming for you the day after they coming for me. I'm Rita Chomsky, I'm Rita Bukowski, I'm laying low for a week. I said something on behalf of my people and I popped up in WikiLeaks. Thank God that I'm covered, the devil can smother, then you know the evil don't sleep. Dick Gregory told me a couple of secrets before we lay down in his grave. All of us serve the same masters. All of us nothing but slaves. Never forgetting the story of Jesus, the hero was killed by the state. Just got done walking in the snow. Goddamn that motherfucker cold. Just got done walking in the snow. Goddamn that motherfucker cold. Just got done walking in the snow. Goddamn that motherfucker cold. Just got done walking in the snow. Goddamn that motherfucker cold. Cold, cold, cold. Who really wanna run it with the Jew runners? Go hellfire hot in a new summer. It's cold with a baby in a cool summer. I suicide bomber in a blue hummer. Emerge at the side, not a blue zone. Bad news coming to son, two son. Three beats like a wet dot Jew on them. Got a stroke roll crew on them. Move on them. We be the heroes, the breakers, the chains, and the muscles of locks. You be the sucker supporting the bitches that talk to the cops. This automatic of turning and facing a fuck up on rock. I'm not so sure opportunity's knocking this product the law. Word to the old school tape decks. I get radio Raheem Beats back. My Nike pin is sacred. Similar to the Coast Face bracelet. Fry in a hole. Oh, no joke. Probably go broke just off smoke. Fuck what we gonna do? Not smoke. Get a job, play the role, be a dope. Nah, I'ma do me. I didn't got though. Got though, got though, got though, got though, got though, got though, got though. First of all, they cheating, because uh, they're one of them black and the other one white, uh, so if you don't like them, you automatically racist. Ah, uh, well, uh.